it's your boy Trigger Troy and this is Love Journal. My journey into healing and relearning love through sharing my experiences and thoughts with like-minded individuals. Somewhat like my very own therapy sessions, but with an audience. <laughs> um, now, today is special because um, this is an idea that I came up with called a revamp episode. The idea is simple. A revamp of a previous episode topic with a different guest. As I said before, I know love can't be relearned and healed and taught and all those things in just one episode or in therapy terms, one session. So I thought this would be a good way to notice the different perspectives with the common threads. This is a revamp of the first episode topic. Where do we draw the line between compromise or forgiveness and losing ourselves and what we do for our partners? It can be something so simple, but if we do it consistently, it can become less forgiveness, less compromise, and more, or I guess, technically less of yourself. Personally, I've lost myself very often <laughs> in love or um, in the pursuit of love, you know, and in all those attempts, you know, I compromised a part of myself or forgave in things that I shouldn't have. So with that, the quote for the episode topic was, you know, previously, love is constant forgiveness from Beyonce. Now, I have a better understanding of this quote at the moment, but I feel that, you know, this depends on the the situation. What am I forgiving? What am I compromising on? Am I losing myself? Last time, I guess, um for the topic was my best friend Jessica and she helped me understand that the right person won't ask you to do things that will make you lose yourself in a negative way. You may lose yourself or change and compromise in love, but if it's love, then those things won't be bad things. You know, things that will make you dishonor or disrespect yourself. So with that, I actually want to go ahead and hop into the revamp guests. And I felt that it was only right, you know, to have one, another longtime friend of mine, but also Jessica's cousin, you know. Um, so I think that made it made all the more sense to have her be the guest for the revamp episode of the same topic that Jessica covered, you know, um, to have extremely similar, I think, perspectives, but definitely different views if that makes sense. I don't know. <laughs> Either way, um, the rebel-minded woman herself, Miss Jasmine Monet. And how are you, love? I am well. How are you, friend? I'm great. Um, it's funny, because uh, we were just kind of saying, but it's like, I talked to you when this was like an idea, and I was still like, jotting it down in a notepad, and then like, there I am talking to you like seven months later, and... I'm like seven episodes in, like <laughs> and works with operational. It definitely yeah. does. Um, so I I just appreciate you for being a part of that process, you know, both times. I'm happy to be part of it and I'm extremely proud of you. Proud of you too. Um just cause like I, I like at first again I I was saying too, I really had to make sure I had you on the episode because you're one of the people who's like journeys i pay attention to um oh. so i'm just like oh oh she did that that's what's up oh okay yeah i see you like you know what i'm saying even if i don't always comment on it like i'm you know like i'm definitely present in that sense so it's like um 
you were one of the people that I just had to make sure I had on there. So. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yes, of course, of course. And then this one is um, a special episode. It's first episode of the year. But um, this idea that I came up with that, you know, I told you is um, the revamp episode, which is just, you know, a similar interview, similar questions that I've done, but with a different person um, to get that different perspective and to really just dive into some of that common knowledge. And again, like I said, you know, the different perspectives, too. So um, that should be fun. <laughs> Ready for it. Yes, yes. So um, I'll go ahead and get started. You know, the topic for this revamp is pretty much the thin line between losing ourselves and compromise and what we do for our lovers. And okay. so the first question I have for you is, have you ever lost yourself in love? Mm-hmm. I have lost myself. Was it for love? To be honest, no. It was for mad lust. This is obviously, obviously younger me. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Oh, uh, that's deep. <laughs> yeah. I lost myself for what I thought that was love. You know, looking back at it, obviously it wasn't. It was just deep lust that I had for a person to the point where after I ended things, I had to relearn who I was. That's how lost I was. Yeah. yeah. And yes. I obviously to a sense of the important things that didn't exist to me anymore, you know, because with that, it was mainly catering to him and his way and how he wants, what he would like to do. Yeah. And not in every little single thing, but most things to the point where it's like, okay, I guess we can go along with that. Obviously this is a young, naive me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I was looking, at, and he was he was older than me by a good like five years. Ain't that almost uh, the story? <laughs> you know, like, looking up to that, it's like, oh, okay, well, he knows he, he, he must knows know, yeah. about, you know what I'm saying? Well, okay, well, I guess we can go with his ideas versus my ideas to the point where the balance of me having what I wanted for myself was just slowly t- the scale was turning in its favor every single time. Yeah. And it became my normal. You know what I'm saying? Where I definitely lost myself as a person when it came to certain things. So I yeah. love I love how you started that because there was like a story that I pretty much wanted to share this or uh, that I shared this episode of like there was like a situation 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 ship that I was in and I I dealt with a lot of shit <laughs> in that situation um, because in the back of my mind, I told myself that I was doing it for love. You know what I'm saying? It was like, um, well, you know, this is one day this is going to be this thing. Like, you know, you, it's it, and it was like, OK, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I remember the, the story specifically was this one night I basically spent the night with him and a guy that he was like dating or whatever. And it. it it, it it was it was wild. Both the guys at the same on this. Wait. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Wait, we just like. <laughs> so, yeah, now you can't just slide past that. You can't just slide past that. <laughs> One more detail. So wait, you. So okay, so I'll so I'll give the whole story. Um, okay. So we used to hang out all the time, uh, uh-huh. me and the guy, whatever, and this one, you know, he would come pick me up, and we just hang out, spend the night, you know, and. 
one of his brothers. It's not his real brother, but that was the house he would always be over. Um, and so this one day, it was like winter time. He came to pick me up, and I should have turned around. I should have like, you know what? I'm just staying home because as soon as I got outside, it was like him and this one guy that I'd never seen before in the front seat and his brother in the back seat. And normally, I usually sit in the front seat and like if somebody else up there, they get out. Like it was like that kind of deal, you know? So. Homeboy wasn't bludgeoned. Like, he wasn't looking like he about to get out. So I'm like, oh, all right. Let me get my ass in the back. <laughs> so they talking further. And some of his brother's like, oh, yeah, that's his new little one thing. I was like, oh, okay. You know, like, they talking and stuff. So we basically went back to his brother's house. It ended up being a snowstorm. Okay. And so we were, like, basically had to stay there. And his brother went to his room to sleep. So I'm in the living room on the couch. And they're, like, on in, like, the, di- like, the dining room area. Because it wasn't, like, dining room furniture. So it was just, like, a little floor and so they were over there with the little paddle on the ground laughing and talking and being cute and here I am sitting there and I had to spend a night because it's a fucking snowstorm and I'm like in love with this man like <laughs> and you get away because it's a snowstorm it's, so you know, I just had you sit they're in a bad situation like and it was it was uh I, like I remember did, did he know that you were like in love with him oh like, yeah oh fuck yeah that it's guy, like, like okay he, well Brendan likes me you know so whatever let or me not like, yeah it was like yeah and so, like I said, how was you saying, like, which it wasn't, you didn't lose it for love. You actually lost it for lust. It's because, yeah, yeah that, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Because love wouldn't have made me go through that. Exactly. <laughs> and for you. Like, you know, younger us, versions of us, we think we'd be in love. And yeah. it'd be just Oof. bad. Oh, I was. <laughs> Listen, in the situations and scenarios, I love him. No, you don't. Like, <laughs> you think you do. You know what I'm saying? And it's it, it feels good at the time. You yeah. Know, but yeah. And the crazy like, thing is, I don't even know if it feels good or if the fantasy of what you want it to be is what feels good. The potential. The potential. Yeah. 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 And the facade sometimes, it just seems so so real I, I definitely have potential potential it's like when it's good it's just like oh my yeah. god yes this is a, like, like okay minds because i didn't get into much like the details of things i lost the simple things yeah. this is crazy the food i was eating like i forgot what type of meals i like it was just like that like that Coney Island, that basic shit, you know, yeah. Coney Island, and nothing wrong with Coney Island. Let me just okay, because I will be that. eating that as a billionaire. Okay. I'll be a billionaire flying out Coney's. Let me establish that. But the love that grew up Coney Island, yes. even though my whole diet and lifestyle is vegan, yes. but I'm still recognized Coney Island was still good. Yeah. Then. You know, but it was just like stuff that I like to eat. I was eating his stuff, like, you yeah. know, and, um, he liked he'll buy food for us and meals he like and movies he wanted to go see. He liked action, I like romance. Yeah, it was, like, okay. mind. it was just like little basic. It was sitting there acting excited because like you want to see Star Wars. I, I <laughs> nice romance movie by my damn self after this. I was like, dang, I forgot I like this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like when you just when you decline yourself, deprive yourself of it, it's like yeah. oh shit stuff I like. It, it that was a big eye opener for me and I'm like, yeah. dang, I forgot I, I forgot. Like that's yeah. how like in tune I was with trying to find, you know, what It's like you trying to hop on there like, like Yeah. Like on a platform or whatever. Like <laughs> yeah. yeah. And those are first those people that those men and women in general or significant others that we think that one way Road Street is first yeah. time of a narcissist. You know what I'm saying? 
those one path ass people that don't consider how you feel or even if it's like hmm let me see you know do you want what about you do you like you know ask some questions back and stuff like that but like i said i felt oh this is nothing because it was nothing major but everything accumulated afterwards yeah it starts to so so yeah and that that kind of leads me a little bit to the next question because like you know like i said i'm I'm pretty sure that was one of the worst things I've done for, for I'll put it in quotations for love. <laughs> you know, literally spending spending the night with a guy as he is like literally hearing them fall. I'm like I'm hearing them fall for each other because I'm hearing the conversation. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't fall asleep. Like, did they have sex? Um, they did. They did something, but they went outside in the car. Okay, did that. The least they could do, I guess. Yeah, okay. right. Okay, the, the fucking least. <laughs> right here, let's just go outside. Okay? Let's just go outside. Like that's the least you can do. Thanks, but like, um, you know, at least for the moment, that's the the worst I can think of. So, what's if it's not you know like how you're just saying like the food and everything? Like, what's the worst thing that you think you've done to where it's like okay, oh bitch, oh okay, wait a minute. <laughs> it's like completely like all right, this is not even me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Hmm, let's see. Oh, that's a good one. The worst thing. And it's like, actually, you know what? I know the worst thing. <laughs> I, I know what I know. Okay, well, you go first. Okay. Um, come back, come back to me. Telling, having a friend and someone I am in love with, having a relationship behind my back and me telling them it's okay. Knowing that it pissed me off and hurt me and just like I, it destroyed me. Like I remember the boy who went through that. I was destroyed by that and like, I was like, no, it's that's okay. I mean, no, it's 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 fine. No, because you know you guys deserve each other. It's it's okay. It's cool. It's fine. You're telling the guy himself, the one that you're in love with, like, it's okay, go ahead. Him and the friend. I told both of them. Like, you, oh, like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I was like, no, it's, no, it's, oh, it's okay. <laughs> and, and like, what was their response? Like, they were like, okay, um, y'all. Like, well, so the guy, he was fucking down for it. The friend did choose me, which was like, okay, but it was just like, it was it was it was it was a it was a lot. That was a that was a big hit for me, like um romantically, because it was just like someone I had so much feelings for who looking back after all the shit he fucking put me through, he, this is the same guy who made me sleep in the fucking <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the living room with him falling in love in the next room. Like so I shouldn't have had those feelings for him anyway. And that's what that situation is when it started to and I started to like break myself away. But like it was devastating, you know what I'm saying? And for me to act like it didn't hurt and act like it was cool and okay, so that, like, I think in, in my mind, I wanted to look valiant or something. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, wow, he really does care. Maybe maybe I'm picking the wrong guy. You want to be like, I don't need y'all. Like, I'm good, even though you're not yeah. <laughs> So I get it, you know. And then it's just like, you probably wasn't ready to say that at that time. No, Because no. that's why it hurt. Okay, with that, mines would be okay. Because <laughs> the dude was, mind you, trash back then. Yeah. I was just accepting the bare minimum from. Yeah, um, where we are. <laughs> this man, 
He was trash. He was all. He was everything you could think of, but maybe like an abuser, physical abuser. Like yeah. he was a liar, he was a cheater. He was like just pure trash. I remember. Okay. <laughs> his one of his he had a girl that he was talking to as well, mm-hmm. and she. This is also due, which I, this is why I'm like I don't date in the workspace type stuff. I met him in a workspace. <laughs> so this girl knew where we, where he worked at. This this girl that he always, I don't, this, she, she was there before me. Yeah. Let's just, let's just add that. Me finding out later on. And I remember her, like, he came and we were, we had to go to work. For some reason, I don't know what happened, but he came to my place and was like, are you able to take us to work? Like, can I ride with you? Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah, something happened. He didn't yeah. want to go into details with it. So I'm like, okay. Right. Like, is this abnormal? But sure, why not? Like, in my head, I was, you know, <laughs> like, I don't know what you're going through. I'm just going through a lot right now, blah, blah, whatever. Soon I pulled up to work. The girl was waiting for him mm. in the parking lot. I get out the car first. I don't know what happened. That, what made me do that? Because he stayed lagged behind. Maybe he peaked game, but I didn't know. But I was like, I'm going to go into work. Like, whatever. I'm like, I don't know what you want through. Or a phone call you got to make before you go to work, whatever. I get out of the car, and I head to, uh, towards the work. The girl comes with the car, attempts, quote, unquote, to think that she was trying to scare me or rive me up or whatever. Right. Like, me with the car (laughs) you know i'm saying like she 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 thought that was something Ooh, you know like oh thank god she was smart enough not to let's just say that so i i proceeded i looked at her like you know like just wrecked up her engine you know while i'm going you know walking past and then i didn't know who she was and then i put two and two together like oh this is that this is that girl you know like um i just continue and me i don't honey I don't, I don't, I don't, this is, this is a workplace. I don't lose my job. (laughs) No female pay my bills. Let's just be honest. And unless, you know what I'm saying? Like, whenever I have to like, this is, you know, back then. So it's like, let me be cautious. So I I just looked at her, gave her this funny look, whatever. Like, bitch, like you lost your fucking mind. Why are you doing the most in the parking lot? But I continue to walk off. Next thing you know, like, she finds him and she's questioning him with everything. I'm inside. It's a security guard out there, like trying to stop her from like cussing him out. And, like, <laughs> it's the whole scene. It's, so dramatic. The whole scene. it's the whole scene. And it's something that I knew right then and there. Like this is not me. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, don't, I, don't just, I don't like drama, and I know better. It's like you know he ain't shit. You still continue, and then the sad part it was. I still had to work with dude after this. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So I couldn't even just shake him. Like, yeah. I couldn't even get away from him fully, 100%, because I still have to see him on top of that. Like, I still Oof. had to work with dude. And it was just so messy. And, yeah. then still, and then when you think you love somebody, quote, unquote, <laughs> when you think you love somebody, it's just like, it's so hard to be like, I don't want to deal with you. It'd be easier if I didn't yeah. see Yeah. After. But I continued to see him, and then after so long, that anchor started withering away, 
you know, he's doing all these things he can do to try to win me back and all that. And I end up falling right back for the bait. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it took me a while. It took me a while to break away. But I had to leave that job. I was done. When I left the job, I was done with him completely. I don't think she had you on the last episode. That was about working with uh, sponsors on people you've dated. Yeah, that's just just, deep. (laughs) And and I, I don't judge anybody that finds love in the workplace. Baby, if that's what you did, good luck, good job. Be prepared Um, for the consequence. Yeah, especially if it's never starting off organic and authentic. If it's starting off like, you know, on some shit that John wasn't supposed to be on in the first place, that's just bad business. Yeah. But some people even get married from their work partners and good job for them. I'm proud of them. And I'm not. I'm not going to, and for years afterwards, I was like, I'm never going to date anybody in my workplace. So my career, I'm not. But the mature grown woman me now, I can't, I'm smart enough not to set those boundaries for myself for love because I love love more than I love anything as a passionate Pisces love is everything to me. And not saying like, oh, I'm craving it. I want it every day, but it's just like. No, I I, you know, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm a Venus Taurus. I'm I'm double ruled by Venus because I'm a fucking Taurus sun and a Libra moon. So okay. like I'm I'm loved all out. Like yeah, love is very, so, I have to, especially romanticizing everything. I romanticize uh, my yes. life every day now, friend. It's ridiculous. Like everything I do, it's looks and romanticizing yep, for yep. myself. But you have to. But yeah. it's, it's so like just to like related back to what you were saying though, like about like how we kind of wither away from those relationships, like. Before I say my next point, um, I'll say, like, I think it comes from finding yourself. Uh-huh. Like, obviously, you get to the point where you where you lose yourself. And you, you like, it's, it ain't compromised no more. You're fucking gone. You're gone. And it's yeah. like, you either notice it and want to find you, or uh-huh. you just, uh, you know, unfortunately, that's, that's it. And you're just gone. And there are those relationships out there that... I like that, and I pray that everybody that is in something like that finds that spot. But so you know, when you when you get to that spot, it's like, yeah, I go back. But it's like almost every time you do go back, you you feel a little bit more ashamed. <laughs> it's like yeah. into that last yeah. time, it's like it's definitely something not to be okay. Proud this of. is <laughs> okay. This but is but it's definitely stupid. something that like if you're smart enough and you're valued. When you when you establish the value and stuff, you know never ever to go back there again mm-hmm. into that that mentality or that time frame or that place in life where you're giving yourself up for somebody that doesn't even, it shouldn't even be an option. You know what I'm saying? I definitely, like it's a lesson learned for sure. For sure. And I had to go through it to know that, okay, I would never do this stupid shit for the future. You know what I'm saying? Because some people, yeah, you know, like, well, do this. It's like required lessons, you know? Yeah. And I'm a type of woman that it doesn't take me, three times to realize, oh, well, maybe this should change the fourth time. Like, no, <laughs> the first and second time didn't work. Sit the fuck on you know the what? third time. You know? Yeah. But like, like, don't ever do this shit again. Like, I think you said I, the perfect word, though, uh, value, too. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. And that comes, like, I think once you know, and it's kind of like one of the conclusions I had with the, with the last episode, like, once you... Okay respect yourself and, and you know your worth and your value and like the lines that you're willing to cross and not cross yeah it 
it's kind of almost hard then for you to lose yourself for love. It's like, oh, you need yeah. to do what? It's because you're like, oh, I'm not going to do this. You're on this pedestal. I'm trying yeah. to tell you. I tell all my homegirls, they yeah. come to me. I say, value. You have to add value to yourself. You cannot yeah. do it. It's not going to happen overnight. You yeah. know, once you're at a low point or a point where you're like, I can't take anymore, it's only up from there. Yeah. Add value to yourself. Even if it's a little bit every day, you have to. I'm so high on fucking value now. Like, <laughs> don't even look my way. Like, don't even. <laughs> Don't yeah. even look my way. Yeah. If you're not put, I'm like this, and this is maybe a little quote from somebody else. I'm like a diamond. Like I'm very cherishable. Okay, let me clap on that. And and cherish the fuck out that diamond. If you can't treat me like a diamond, and I'm talking about the big stone, I'm not yeah. talking small. Not, not the little. <laughs> yeah. That's you know, but obviously that came with over time. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That with all right, what do I see myself that I need to? multiply or increase or add to make me feel because my mind always been this way but i need to get full control of it to know okay even on the outside all the way to the inside it needs to align you know and like i said this before you can this is the same and i don't i don't down anybody that's out here doing uh, plastic surgeries or anything like that but you can Change your body all you want, baby girl. At the <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, TLC. What's up, pretty? What's up, pretty? Um, you can, yeah. you can buy your hair if it won't grow. If it's not a lot, if you don't, you can look like a hundred bucks that hundred dollar bill, but your mind is only 25 cents, mm-hmm. is not going to add. It's fraudulent, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's not going to add up. You have to have both, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whether it's natural or if you forced it on the outside you know yeah. what i'm saying but at least make sure that inside do the work because then that's do how the- you that's how you get to the place where where that, you, that's how you maintain yeah that's yeah maintain. Maintain, yes <laughs> just in, in general characteristic through that because it's not, like you like pointless yeah. or temporarily and it's like it's, it's a mixture of that because like i like thinking about like the boy who did go through, who went through some of those things or whatever, lost myself in those situations. I didn't value myself, but so now that I do, it's it's a mixture of the value and I think defining love for yourself too. Because yeah. like if you don't define it, you know what I'm saying. If you don't really carve yeah. it out, I think you do still risk the run the risk of of losing yourself in a relationship again too. Because it's like, oh, well, this looks like like. This is this is love, right? Like, like you can't let it be based on, like, yeah. I think there's common, you know, threads. You know, this basic uh-huh. knowledge, but you can't base it on other people's relationships. You know what I'm saying? I think. Yeah. That I don't happens. think anybody defined it for. You. I think it's very subjective. Yeah, relative. yeah, and so it's like, yeah, you got to define it for yourself. And I think once yeah. you do that, like, it's like just be, listen, like just thinking again back on the boy who went through all that shit. Like, I didn't know what like. I I thought these things that I was, I thought I was putting myself through these things for love. You know, I thought I was, when I would deprive myself of certain emotions, because it'd be sometimes I couldn't express myself the way that I wanted to. And it was like, well, it's just like a compromise right now. No, no, it's not. Like, you know, <laughs> you know it was like, I didn't know what love was. I'm trying was. to realize that now you're looking back at that. And it's just amazing. Like, yeah. the journey from before and then, now the present yes yeah, yeah. is astonishing it was like 12 years ago and it's like yeah. <laughs> but i was 
just I also feel like I don't regret any of it because no. if if it wasn't for those experiences, I probably would not have the characteristic I have today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If it wasn't for those going through that to realize, okay, you you know, you have to go through some shit to realize some shit sometimes. And I feel like if it wasn't for those yeah. triumphant moments and me testing myself and my limits and my perseverance through those hard moments of those mm. moments where you just feel like, okay, I can do better. Eventually, I'm going to do better, you know. And you wouldn't be the person you would today. I don't, I don't, I, I, I'm oh, 100%. I, yeah. I, I love that you brought it back to spirituality, too, because... Yeah, I mean, that's another thought. I think specifically in love, but, like, even outside of that, I think losing yourself is required to... I mean, well, yeah, duh. I mean, it literally says it in saying, because I was about to say it's required in finding yourself. But, yeah, (laughs) of course, that's... Yes, that's it. So it's like, I I wouldn't trade those moments either. They were devastating, yeah, but, like, I lived through them. So, like, it's like, now they... Whatever, like, you know, I can literally openly talk about these situations and not, and and to be honest, too, as an artist, it's given me a lot of fucking fuel, like, to create, like, you need to be able to draw on some of that, and, like, it gave me two poem books worth of shit, like, not to say the whole book is completely about their relationship, but a nice amount are... Out of substance, you so know? you know, and like I'm working on my acting now. So like when I need to pull on like some anger or some sadness, I'm that's one of my areas. I'm like, yeah, all right, let's go back there. Right. <laughs> like, but um, <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely required. Um, so that's my next question. Is um, so the quote for this one was, "Love is constant forgiveness." Uh-huh. Um. And I guess in a in a sense, I I can understand that one, but I want to know. I guess if you agree, because I mean, it makes me think about. It depends on, because that can be misread. Like I think it go back to base learning or creating your definition of love. So it's like, what what are you forgiving? <laughs> that goes in the sense of um, when people say they love you to uh, what's the word I'm looking for like a certain degree yeah um, yeah. I can't even, I'm tired um, yeah, <laughs> um yeah. What is, it's the c word I'm looking for capacity <laughs> uh Capability? I don't know. <laughs> like when they say love is like you they love you to a certain degree. Um, yeah. um extent? It, that's the only one I can think of. But... Let's just use extent. Okay. I think everybody knows what I'm talking about. Like it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's normal, okay. Um I think you the quote saying my perspective on that would be like you said constant forgiveness? Yeah. Love is forgiveness or love is constant Love is constant forgiveness. Yeah. Because I think love is, can be blind to a certain extent. Mm. So you can be forgiving and forgiving and forgiving because you are obviously in love with this person. Um, but my whole thing is, I guess that's subjective. Depends on... Yeah. It's like, yeah, like, what are they... Or, yeah. you know, because if you do some really fuck shit, like I'm 
come out. Yeah. But like, so I, then I think it might help you a little bit better to know who the quote came from. It's from Beyonce. Okay. okay. And so we know, like, you know what I'm saying, Jay's not been the <laughs> best. Jay-Z. Yeah, you yeah. know, when we see where they are and like how, like, so it's like, and so, it's I mean, it's, yeah. But I feel like at the same, oh, I'm sorry, at the same time, um, if I use it for like, based on my life, like, you just, you just can't be night i guess this is yeah, like you can't make me lose myself i think it's um, for me like if i'm gonna be forgiving like i like i like i feel like don't make me look stupid like i don't know like little small mistakes is okay yeah especially at the beginning and people change and people grow you, you know i want to hold you full accountable of see well, okay what i'm basing it off was what was caught in my mind because my my terminology and forgiving is a little bit more different like i feel like like it's related to dire situations yeah but like once one does something to you that disrespects you that's my big thing is respect Mm -hmm. respect is really big and that comes hand in hand with love so when someone does something big enough that disrespects you and you only define your own level of respect nobody else can define that for you yeah. Whether it's in small on the small scale or something on the big scale. So like when I forgive you, I'm also changing the terminology, the terms and condition of our relationship. I'm not gonna forgive you and then move forward. I have to forgive you and make sure this shit doesn't happen again. Mm-hmm. Now if it happens once I turn that change the terminology, because I love you, so I'm going to forgive you in a sense of you ain't do nothing too fucking crazy. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let <laughs> me change that terminology, determining condition of our, our like making sure this doesn't happen again, making sure you move to a different path, or only put you in a category to move a certain way with me. Um, and you still break that, then yeah, that's not love. Yeah. You know, I feel like you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. that's just so. Just, I feel like so. It's more so like for you, like you agree if. If it's small, like you know, like this motherfucker keep forgetting to take out the trash every couple weeks. It's like, yeah. God damn it, I told your ass, but you know, it's irritating, whatever. But then if it's yeah. like, you know, right, major, so more so of the cheating, you know, shit like that, and it's like, okay, you know, you got one made, like, I feel like, and, and it's not, you know, something I think happens in every relationship, but you know, I think it is always a possibility, unfortunately. And like, okay, one major time, maybe, yeah. like, if, if it depends on the level of where we are, but after that, it depends on what it is. Yeah, because yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because because it's like, and then like, I, what am I, I forgiving? Yeah, like I said, like, I, what am I, I can forgiving? love, I can forgive you and love you and still not be with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I can, yeah. Because I don't do yeah. my respect is more hunger. I'm in dire of hunger. Hunger. Sorry, I'm in dire need for more respect than this yes. for you to love. Ooh. So, <laughs> yeah, if you, okay. I, I feel. Granted, I'm a, I love love. Love is up there, but respect is just is equivalent. Yes. To me. Oh yeah. It's not more. So. If we know, there's no love without respect. That's how I feel. So if I can still love you, I will forgive you, and I will still move the fuck on. You know what I'm saying? And I will just have to be heartbroken afterwards. Yeah. But if it's that level of disrespect, I it's very hard for me to shake that. I can forgive you. I'm, I'm a forgiving woman. Yeah. God created a forgiving woman. I'm a, I have to forgive. Yeah, God yeah. Forgive. But I don't have to reconnect 
Forgiveness doesn't yeah. require regret. <laughs> and if that's with uh, love lost, then that's what it's going to have to take. Depends on the circumstance of whatever occurred, you know. But yeah. Those so yeah, things. like it's literally just like, what am I? What am I forgiving? It, it depends. Yeah. Like that kind of quote, because it's just like. It's real open in it, end it, um, and it's like you said, subjective. But um, so conditional, conditional, conditional. Oh shit! <laughs> and that's so. And that's no, so. That's what I was trying to say. The C word, love is conditioned. Yeah. My brain kept thinking that's, capacity. That's okay, <laughs> but close. You know what I'm saying? That's what I mean. That's what, that's uh, what I love it. Love is unconditional. Love yes. is, con- you know, or is love conditional? When I hear that quote, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, uh, love is uh, constant forgiveness. That sounds like conditional or conditional. You know what I'm saying? So mm. constant forgiveness. That's giving me real unconditional love. That's yeah. unconditional. And it's yeah. like, are you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so subjective because it's like. Yeah. But I mean, but, but okay, because what I was about to say was like, you know, are you even worthy of my unconditional love? But it's like also we're saying love. We're not, because I have to think, I'm learning to separate my previous situations that were lust and that I didn't uh-huh. understand, that, that I thought were was love from yeah. me learning and defining love now. So it's like, when I talk about love now, I have to take out those situations that I was in, like, no, okay, wait. <laughs> so, um, but I also haven't necessarily had a situation yet to go off of to compare it to. But I mean, that's fine. I'm not, you know, life happens when it's supposed to. But, <laughs> um, but know what you want for your future. Yes, yeah, because I'm like I'm I'm carving it out, you know. Yeah, you know what you think it should look like and how it should be. Now, granted, there's no perfect journey. No, not at all. Me and my Pisces created fairy tale world is a perfect journey. Listen, it's no oh. bad. That TikTok of the girl <laughs> saying like, yeah, everybody's on the script because a Pisces is my somebody goes off script in my head. It's I can't, I can't, I got to leave them. That's how right. I feel sometimes. It's the truth, and then I can't help it because I created this fairy tale world yeah. and how I feel, how people should be because whatever but it's perfect yeah yeah that's hard to perfect no you know and there's gonna be bumps along the way just hopefully not as much as i think that i want them to be yeah i think i think as you grow to be especially you know people in our position i'll say um we gain the tools to handle that shit as we get older Mm -hmm. so it's like now if Again, we probably more than likely would be going through some of that same old shit. But, you know, we get older, different levels, different shit. And, you know, we could go through something now. And it's like, it would hurt. But having the tools and the knowledge of how to get through it. Um, yeah, you're more At this age. And, and, yeah, it almost makes it, like, like bulletproof. It's, like, okay. what like, you're, you're like <laughs> If yeah. it's worth it, it's worth conquering. That's how I feel. If it's yes. worth it, it's worth it. Um, so, last question. Um... And and I think I want to make it specific to us and okay. like our situation. So, what advice would you give to young Jasmine who was going through that <laughs> bullshit? <laughs> young Jasmine, like girl, what? Like if she just was right there and you like, girl, you talking to? <laughs> advice I would give to young Jasmine is so easy for me to say this today yeah. because I thought about it over the years. You know. 
at a young you knew at a young age who you wanted to be as a woman oh, clap for oh, that <laughs> you knew that amongst all your friends you knew you were different amongst all your friends you knew you were wise at a young age amongst all your friends and you set the tone for who you want to be and granted you you didn't too much of I'm sorry I'm not gonna say you didn't do much you bumped your head a little bit but yeah, it's okay, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> the advice I would give myself you engage stick to the person that you thought you were intending to be don't trail off that path because yeah. she comes to life she comes to fruition oh that's a line that's a <laughs> bar that's a bar <laughs> Who you are today is who you always thought you would be. I never yeah. thought I would be anybody different. Now, granted, I played dumb. I played along with the bullshit in the past. Yeah. Because I wanted to just test the waters. But I always had the conscience, like, you know you're better than this. You know what I'm saying? You know where you want to be. I always said that to myself. That never left me. My intuition, my mind never changed since I was... I set the tone for myself at a very young age. I did. And I always projected to be this woman. And I wanting to commit to this person that I am today. Yeah. And of course I had to go through some little shakeup, but it's okay. Yeah. Nobody's perfect, but I had to build this character, but like, yeah, it's like, fake that, it. it's like fake it till you make it. Like I, I, I understand that quote so much yeah. different now, older. It just means you have to be the person that you want to be before you are it. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> that's pretty much what it is. You have to line. exist as that. Yeah. So that you're gonna change physically, yeah. you're gonna change emotionally, but you have to set your mind to who you want to be at a young age and follow that. That's the advice I would give the old me. I would tell okay. her, You're right. <laughs> follow right, her. Girl, that's follow what you that. <laughs> no matter what, at the end of the day, she's gonna come out. It may take time. It may get there when you're grown, when you're full, matured, and everything. But she, she's always there with you. Be her. Practice her, because that's who you. That's who the fuck you are. So that's the the advice I would give to young jazz. I yeah. I love that. <laughs> um, um, Brandon. Who. I and 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 it's funny that you said like you have been thinking about it for some years because I have too. Um, uh-huh. specifically the past like two years, like some, something about turning thirty and like getting closer to thirty, just really had me reflecting on my twenties. And the advice I would give myself is, don't let and it's so cliche, but it's so real. Don't let anybody diminish your light. Uh-huh. I like you're you're bright as fuck. Like you're, <laughs> you're like uh-huh. a fucking and. Like, I don't even know a fucking sun upon yourself, you know, like, and it's, so it's like I've allowed situations and, and people and just moments to dim that. And I would tell myself, like I had, I, I think it's the creative writer brain or whatever, but like, um, well, that and a, a, a defense mechanism I had of just like preparing myself for the worst things. So I would just think of every bad thing somebody could say to me, every bad thing that could happen in a situation to prepare myself in a sense, or I would convince myself of all these bad things. And it's like, I didn't realize I was spending more time in a negative space than in a positive space by yeah. trying to protect myself. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, fuck that. Like, shine, shine as fucking bright as you can. Um, 
because like you said like i think we set the tone like we know who we are from a young age we just start we to do. most of us do. Like, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah let's roll that back you're right some of us a lot of people do most yeah yeah majority do you know yeah. what I'm saying so like yeah, yeah. Just to, like, I think you know, yeah. you know once you know like okay this is what I want for my future yeah. this is what I want to be for my future or this is how I want to portray and be perceived yeah. I was always big on being per- how I want to be perceived for my future I always said that like yeah, I got time to play I got time yeah. to have fun I said but at a certain age I think it's time to buckle down now yeah yeah who you want to perceive not for society for myself but for myself yeah for, my- for myself to maintain it's- yeah one thing I don't go on now, and this is so sad because society is such cheap right now. Ugh, like, yeah. the validation from people is so sick. It's so sick. The needing mm. the validate uh-huh. valid- validation is is uncanny. And it's like, what about for yourself? Like, who cares? Who cares? Yeah. Oh my god. Who cares? <laughs> I don't care about nobody else but my damn self. As far as when it comes to uh, validating like- myself, you know, approving for what I like. Yeah. You know? Nobody else's opinion matters. Yeah. They don't run my life. That's, you know? Literally so, all that to little to young Brandon and young Jazz. <laughs> like and then young Jazz. But like so the part... Society's gonna come and go. That's like, that's gonna it. change. Society's gonna evolve. Yes. Thank you so much <laughs> for joining me again. Oh, I appreciate you. For having me. I appreciate Of course. I told you I just wrote down literally like while I'll be working, I'm like jot down stuff right quick. I wrote down two episodes. Like, okay, yeah, so this one and this one. So <laughs> you will get a call again soon. Um, do you want to go ahead and share your Instagram? Plug yourself right quick. Yes, guys. Um, I do have a private Instagram because private. Yes. I'm emotionally connected to privacy. So, but if you want to follow, yeah, I think you know. But she will interview your page <laughs> if your page is nice. If you listen to Brandon podcast, you're worth following me, right? So, yes, yes. If you like to follow me, follow me at Rebel Minded Jazz. That's R E B E L M I N D E D J A Z. Hey. hey, yeah, let me know that if you like podcasts and stuff, DM me, and I will surely follow you back. Oh, yeah. And she's a hey. great guest, guys. So, you know, if you want to have her on your show, too, uh, you know, just make sure the schedule right. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, <let's> <laughs> right. Uh, thanks again, love. I appreciate you. Thank you, Brandon. Definitely, definitely. Of All right. You have a good night. All right. You too. Good night. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. So with this, um, on a deeper note and having, you know, deeper understanding, I know that I can't allow myself, like, basically, I can't allow myself to not speak up, you know, to lose myself or compromise on things that I know I just can't. You know, there's a reality that we will compromise in love. You know, we will, um, you know, it's, it's something that will happen. You know, we might lose parts of ourselves, but... We should never compromise on things or forgive things or, or, you know, lose ourselves on things that make us feel negatively less of who we are. You know, forgive things that we know damn fucking well that we can't live with. It's simply put about being true to yourself and your feelings. And it just, I think, all starts there. Before I leave you guys, um, 
I want to leave you with a poem from my new poetry book. Finally, the second part to my poetic trilogy, um, The Boy Who Stood in the Rain, is out now. Um, the first book, again, is The Boy Who Lucid Dreamed, and it's more of a dreamy feel, more about desire and sex and, and you know, love. And then this one is just a bit more about less of that, <laughs> a little bit more of me releasing my pain and my frustrations um, and and really purifying myself and purging myself of, you know, I guess, like I said, pain and frustrations and, and self-doubt and, and distrust in myself and, and just, you know, melancholy in general. <laughs> so, um, again, it's a sequel to um, The Boy Who Lucid Dream, and there will be a third part that'll be coming out later this year, and that'll be the end of the trilogy, but right now, I want to soak it in. Part two is out, so I want to leave you guys with a poem from it. And it's one of my favorites. It is called Recall. Curses bear blessings. And my past is steady haunting me. I remember everything. Hard to let it go. You see, I know exactly what you wore. The smell of your sin I adore. The poor, this feeling I'm feeling. Tell me you're headed toward the door. Because I don't want these memories. Trapped in the storm of a calling. Someone put me in a coma, please. I'm trying to forget all of these memories. They're steady leaking in my mind. Who can I pay for the time to come inside and try and find the source of this fucking leaky pipe? I, I'm looking for peace. But it always evades me. Because of my uncanny ability to remember everything. I remember everything. Cursed with good memory. Wishing I could forget me. Handfuls ain't this much to handle unless you're mentioning how I think. Because I remember everything. Again, that was Recall from The Boy Who Sit in the Rain. Check it out on Amazon and Kindle. Um, thank you guys so much for listening, for coming back for eight weeks in a row now <laughs> to hear my goddamn insanity. I love it, and I appreciate it more than you guys know. Um, follow the official Instagram page for the pod, love underscore journal podcast. Again, both The Boy Who Lucid Dreamed and The Boy Who Sit in the Rain, Amazon and Kindle. Check it out. And until next time, love, love. Peace.